minutes, 38 remaining, by 10 points. It's Fremantle's going to lose here. Sandra ends the big fist. Oh, Welcome to uh, another instalment, a disappointing uh, instalment, back to back to ground zero with one of the most dockery docker things you can possibly do. Matt Judd, how are you? Oh, I'm all right. Um, yeah, well, it was pretty dockery, but it was wasn't the most dockery thing. I reckon the most dockery thing we could have done is go to Gold Coast and lose. Yeah, that's true. So it's not the most dockery thing. Um, but yeah, a little bit flat, a little bit flat Definitely. after that. Um, Definitely an opportunity, I mean, a missed opportunity, isn't it? Missed opportunity, did bank four points, you know, the uh, Ross Lyons cliches. Lost Hill, lost Benel, lost Hill. Benel never playing Lost Benel. Yeah, I mean, there seems to be a bit of a uh, cue for the Fremantle Glue Factory at the moment. <laughs> Tell you what, Sandy has one more long-term injury left in him, I reckon. That's what I mean. Like, who goes first? They're like going down to the. Oh, I'll tell you what, the bloke in the dungeon was flat out with injuries this Weber. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weber. Too <laughs> many victims. He's like running out of shackles on the wall, basically. He's got like all them shackles to the wall. He's like, oh, I'm out of room. It's like, all right. Like, no, that's probably why um, uh, Sean Darcy's ankle got upgraded. Like, he's like, all right, yeah, you can play, whatever. Like, I don't have room for you down here anyway. <laughs> He's just like running out of leeches to put on people. <laughs> yeah. So like every, all this equipment, like the stretching rack and stuff is all being used <laughs> and the waterboard is like, oh, man, you can go, you can play. You're, you're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky, mate. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do something about Weber. He is, he is unfortunately a, um, a busy man. The Dockers went down, obviously, on the weekend by 14 points. What were our predictions, Juddy? Why we will quickly... Oh, good question. Oh, now I, I, think to, I, I thought I got everything set up to not have to click. No, nah, we'll click away. I'll read Monkey. out. So, 13. So, the interesting thing oh, is, yeah. like, my name's Matt, but I put you as M for monkey. And then, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> so I always think you're me. And I'm like, oh, hang on. No, I'm Jay for Jay. I said 20 points we'd win by. You said 28. So, we were both wrong. Terrible. Unideal. No, I mean, it was a good start. Um, Although this, we got your away. prediction this week, I reckon, is going to be spot on, given the teams. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll dive into the teams. I mean, quick reflection on the game. I thought um started promising, but then the injuries injuries got the better of us and the efficiencies um, of a few a few individuals kind of ran us, ran us out of the game. Yeah, I thought yeah. the last five minutes we might have had a, had a chance, but um, we just didn't use the ball very well no. in that last five. Um, and all of their goals were just rebounds. I think what hurt us was that we went back, because this year we have Hogan, Lobb, and Cox, and different people up there. However, we haven't changed our ball use. We've just changed who's sitting under it. Yep. <laughs> so we've literally just changed our personnel around the game plan, more or less. We've gotten better at lowering the eyes occasionally. but um, But, like... We literally just keep doing what we're doing despite the fact we know we've lost our key forward. 
Yeah. And so it's like, oh, should we just bomb it into Hogan? Oh, wait, Hogan's not there. Oh, whoops, I already bombed it in. And then it's like two minutes later, should we just bomb it into Hogan? Oh, hang on, he's not there still. And it's like, come on, we sort of know that he's not there still. It happened in the second quarter or whatever. Um, but yeah, very disappointing. How's this for accuracy, though? 13-7 to 11-5. Who would have thought Melbourne versus Dockers would be a very accurate game? Yeah. I mean, there was some promising signs. Matera is having... Um, Mate, he's, yeah, on, he's, he's, he's on track to kick 40-plus goals. That's a, um all-Australian level goal. Small forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily he'll get in, but that's the level that they need to get to. He'll be in the yeah, squad. Yeah, I think he's he's one of the most... He's complement He And it's awesome when Walters moves up the ground and runs through to still have that dangerous kind of small forward. And he's just got such a knack for where the goals are. Like, he knows where the Sozies are at. Yeah. Walters getting off and McGovern getting suspended. Yeah, a little, bit of action, a little bit of action going on there. Um, yeah, that was that was a, a weird one. I thought uh, the only reason he kind of got suspended for a week was because of the um, on-field umpire reporting him then and there. That was such a weird dockery play, that whole reversal 50. Well, generally on. we're on the other end of that, so I'm glad we... Oh, are. every time. Mm. Oh, every day of the week. Yeah, so that was literally a shot on goal for Melbourne, and then it ends up being a goal for us. That is mental. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we didn't know until afterwards that it was like a shot on goal for them and then Jones hit Walters in the head and that's why it was reversed and then it was a 50 and then we just played on and got a goal. Like, I thought it was yeah. just like a scuffle and then they pulled out a free kick. But yeah. Quite well that. Man, I want to... Some of the, probably the thing that I thought was disappointing the most was some of the efficiencies with, with ball use. Yeah. Um, Looking at who topped All right, who our was, efficiency. Yeah, who... Okay, no, no, let's start from the bottom. Who do you think hurt us the most? I've got two names uh, in my mind. Yeah, so he was Conker one of them. Tucker. Yeah, so he was Conker my oper- one. <laughs> Conker operated at 38% and Tucker went at 50 Yeah, so. so I got in a little argument on Facebook. I think I sent you the photos. <laughs> um, there was a photo... This was two, three hours post-game. Rio... Obviously, the Frio um, social media crew that Duck and Oz are now like a part of or like sit with and stuff, um, they post all these pre-game things, but they sometimes yeah. don't get seen until post-game by us. And they posted Tucker kicking a rolling goal from the boundary, from outside the boundary, um, pre-game. And then I watched Tucker during the game you know, constantly turn it over or fumble it or, you know, miss hand passes. And then they have, like, well, in my mind, they have the nerve to post him doing something like that. And I po- and all I did was respond, hey, Tucker, that's pretty cool, but do you mind hitting the odd target by hand or foot? <laughs> in the Would match. have been appreciated. And I got attacked by two people. One of them asked me, what like what my efficiency was <laughs> or if I was watching the same game and I was like I'm pretty sure I was watching the right game and they're like what's your efficiency and I was just like oh I'm going pretty efficient at calling out idiots on Facebook at the moment <laughs> <laughs> mate stop trolling them um, on the positive though some of the most as always our um, iron defence the best efficiencies we had in the eight, all in the eighty percent: Griffin, Loeb, Ryan, Blakely, Hamling, and Wilson. All in the eighty percent. To be honest, I had written down here: um, Blakely was solid. Brayshaw had a good final quarter. 
uh, conquer 26 touches and about 20 clangers, literally what I wrote, and then Tucker clangers. And then without Hamling and Ryan, we would have lost by like 50 points. They literally stayed yeah. up. And then Chuck, Absolutely. to a slightly lesser degree, like I don't put him on that level yet, but Logue is really impressive. There was footage of him running back with the flight and just eyes on the ball took the mark. Got, got yeah. cleaned up as well. So you sort of start thinking maybe Logue. Um, it's opportunity. So, I'd, like, we're not going to win the flag this year. I'd be very surprised. But the fact that Pierce gets injured might mean that we now get Logue a chance and then we know Logue can do stuff and then suddenly we've got more to play with next year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Slash, we are going to win the flag this year, of course. But oh, I was concerned on my, my game day prediction was the concern that the demons would kind of rough it out and bring us down a notch and we seem to always run with teams and like match them with like so when we play the better teams we seem to just like to follow them like it's you know when things go up we like to go up when things get better we like to go better but we just really have that failure to to drive the game we yeah rise above yeah yeah to rise above and just put poor teams to the sword like just you know, pile on goals. I don't know That's if we've ever kicked five goals in a row. Well, I felt that we were keeping ourselves in the game with our efficiency, even though it was poor. It was not as poor as Demons. So yeah. it was probably a bit of what we're used to watching happen against the Dockers, like when we watch us dominate a quarter, but it's like one goal six to two goals one at the end of the quarter. You're like, well, we'd lost that quarter. We had seven shots on goal. Yeah. Uh, so no, a few more more positives. I mean, let's let's the injuries obviously was a massive concern. Let's look at the injuries um, that occurred and then lead into a bit of um, some exciting news for teams mm. um, for this week. Probably the biggest, <laughs> the best thing is a man by the name of Patrick yeah, Cripps is out. He's dead. And so's McKay. Yeah. Harry McKay's a pretty good forward. He takes a lot of marks. Yeah. He kicks, a goal. He kicks goals from outside 50 a lot. Um, yeah, and so then that's... we've brought in probably Darty. So get Darty. Yeah, which is awesome. I love Darty coming into the team. And I mean, from our extended list at the moment of ins, which is Banfield, Chera, Collier, Surely Chera replaces Hill, hopefully on a wheel yeah. in the midfield. Um, yep. Or Blakely or whoever. And then. Darty replaces Hogan, and then who else have we lost? No one else. No, I reckon it'll just be those two. No. Yeah, I think Chero and, and McCarthy in, which is which is exciting. Oh, we're, um, we're back McCarthy. to our um, we're back to our Sunday midnight uh, fixture as well. Yeah, late night drive home. Man, I wouldn't mind um, the axe swinging for old Cox if so, I could. I have strongly debated this in my mind because every time we were talking about it at the game the other day, every time we watch him, he looks like he's bogged. He's stuck in the mud. <laughs> you were like, he's bogged. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Yeah, literally, someone snatch him out. But, like the, he, but he, he brings had, the he ball had. to ground, and he's a really good goal line forward. So you know how he always takes these clunks within 15, 20 meters of goal. Like he does. He just what? Just have a look. Um. And if he doesn't, he brings it to ground. Whereas Darty doesn't bring the ball to ground. He's a lead up forward. He's like a link man. Um, even Lob will take the mark or he will not contest type thing. Uh, he'll get pushed out. Whereas Cox is really, really good at either 50-50, like halving it, or um, 
taking the mark. So I think he's actually worth more, and I don't think he's going anywhere now that Hogan's injured. Um, no. But I agree with you that he's very frustrating to watch when the ball hits the deck. I find when the ball hits the deck, and also, like, he doesn't really have that natural knack for, I mean, like that last, one of the last patch. I mean, he dropped that, he kind of dropped what could have possibly been an uncontested mark with five minutes to go, and then Mundy on his left running into the forward 50, all he had to do was take, you know, like just hit him up and he just kind of drifted to the right and just and ended up making like a nothing option. Yeah. I just, I well, don't even know. I think Maybe back to previously against Port when we ended up getting a goal, but he hand-passed to nobody, then followed up, got the ball back, and then hand-passed to nobody again, and somehow someone ran onto it and kicked the goal. Yeah. I don't, I don't think... I think he's like a slightly... Well, I think he's just like a sort of a tabernacle. <laughs> you know, like where did he grow up? Where where did he play for in June? Some reason I'm thinking South Australia or Tassie. I'm gonna. Know. I think it's South Australia, but what position? Like, because he's back I don't now. know. Centre half back. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, I just think oh, maybe with time he'll learn the trade and and he's got some good people to follow. But it's just definitely frustrating that he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, he's that from much, Woodville you know. in South Australia. Um. Uh, sorry, yeah, in Adelaide, and played for Woodville West Torrens, which we get a lot of players from, like Lee Spur and different dudes from Adelaide from there. Um, possibly but, Pabs from that region too. Um, but yeah, he grew up, he, yeah. he was seven and a half back in under-18s, and then we were like, you can be a forward now. Yeah, you can, yeah. Do you like it when people bomb it too? He's like, normally I bomb it and it's my other team, but now you guys are bombing it at me. And can't What's read um, it. I don't want to make any predictions against Carlton. I'm really nervous. Um, but it, Cripps it, and McKay we, out, and with us losing Hogan and Hill, who Hill hasn't been doing very much, so Hill isn't a huge no. loss on the stat sheet or in the game day developments, but like long-term, it'd be good to have him, obviously. Um, I don't know, mate. You So you predicted 82 points, and I predicted 35 oh. points, so we'll wait and see. Jesus. Wait and see. Well, good luck. I won't be there. Um, but, yeah, good luck. Well, let's move into some more unrelated. Um, go through some stories from site. Oh, mate, got a good story from uh, stories from site that leads into a bit of a quiz. There was a uh, popular discussion um, on site that carried on for a long time, like far too long. I probably contributed through the first five minutes and then just let them have it. It was concerning... Um, four-legged friend from Africa, the zebra. Yeah, you had a long why chat do, about a zebra. Why they have stripes? Camouflage. But well, well, not camouflage. Sorry, it's so that they all look like the same animal. All right. So in a There's, big group, it's really is, hard to pick one out. Okay, so this is this is the quiz. There are five reasons. Okay. So the bit, the, the best bit about the argument was that Oatsy obviously wanted to Google it. Because he said one reason, he's like, Google it. And I'm like, I'm not Googling it. And the other guy's arguing with was like, I'm not Googling it. And Oatsy doesn't have a phone. So <laughs> oh, he doesn't believe in phones. <laughs> doesn't believe in phones. So it's one way to continue a discussion, um, a debate. But you've got five key reasons. Two of them are, more, are probably a little bit on the theory side, but I've got five reasons here why... They have um, why they have stripes. You mentioned one before. Do you want to clarify your, your first guess? Yeah. So when they stand in a big group and they've all got stripes like that, it's hard to 
for a, like a predator to pick one out because they all look like one big animal sort of thing or like they're not clearly yep. defined. So it's hard. Yeah, so they confuse they confuse, confuse the prey. Yeah, the so when they yeah. run around, um, when they're darting and running and, and, and stuff like that, it's very confusing for the tiger egg. Um, you got a, so you got the first one. You got any other ideas? Why else do they have stripes? Uh, is it something to do because it's hot in Africa and they're white mainly, but black's good or something? I don't know. Very interesting, Juddy, and this is where the debate started. <laughs> oh, no, so, here we go. So, Oatsy said This is that completely it works unplanned, by the way. Like, I had no idea that you had this discussion. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound like we, we planned this. So, that was his point, that it cools the zebra. So, it acts as the, the black... So, the black not... absorbs all the heat and then the cool... Like, they're cool and the so it's hot in the black bit. And it circulates. So, the, the air circulates um, on the body... I yeah, assume. Yeah. So in between the stripes, you imagine you've got hot and cool air. So it's sort of just creating like a skin style air conditioner with air movement, like a fan between the stripe and the white. Yep. So that's it. So that's, mate, you got, you got two. Are you, do you want to, are you tapping out or are you going to come up with another one? Um, what else? Is it because each stripes are different, so maybe like young can recognise their mother if they've got certain stripes or something like that? Visual cues for one another. So I'll give you that one as well. Okay. So they know oh, who their mates are. Because I remember Attenborough saying they're like fingerprints, like no stripes are the same, yep. basically. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm probably out now. I don't know what else these stripes could do. Apparently, insects, they deter insects. They're less likely to get bitten do by... Do they look like poisonous shoot. or something? Um, I'm not sure, but they're just less likely to get bitten by insects. Mm. Um, and there's obviously some big deadly ones. And then the vertical lines help them hide in the grass. So, oh, like so the vertical like grass, lines, basically. Yeah, which I think kind of goes into the confused the prey one. So that's probably a little bit vague, but... Jaddy, you're going to Africa, mate. You're going to Africa as a full-blown, full-blown um, zebra expert. So that was that took up most of my Tuesday. I'm going to go onto safari, literally, like at Kruger or Botswana, and be like, "Do you know why they have stripes?" And the safari dude will be like, "Yeah, it's to confuse prey." And I'll say something about cooling. He's like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> And I'd be like, mate, have you seen the quiz? Oatsy fucking knows it. Uh, bro. Yeah, I mean, you what, what was the debate that your the other guy, not Oatsy, thought that that was stupid? They were, they were debating uh, the insect and the cooling. Yeah. Um, the cooling one makes like a light amount of sense, like a minimal amount of sense. He let himself down with his explaining. Yeah. Um, he wasn't very good at explaining it, so like... His explanation of it, probably per explanation, he was wrong, but he was on the right track. Yeah, yeah. he just didn't know how to quite get the language right. So, yeah, the Zebra, the inbuilt air conditioning unit. Yeah, nice. I like it. Very exciting. Um, Um, Very uh, green as well. It's very carbon neutral. Maybe we all just need stripy jumpers and then we won't use aircon. Maybe that's why they got prisoners in um, bloody black Strips. and white. Keep them cool. Yeah, yeah keep them cool. So do you want to know what my quiz is? I thought this oh, was I'm funny. I thought this was funny just because, um, that for two reasons actually. So I googled Docker's quizzes just because I was lazy. I did it just like 10 minutes ago. 
and mm-hmm. it came up with how well do you know the Fremantle Dockers? And I was like, sweet, this looks good because mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because you don't really know them that well. <laughs> but no. then I had a look and it's from the Brisbane Lions website. <laughs> what? Literally, Brisbane Lions website. Lions.com.au slash new slash 2017 slash quiz dockers. <laughs> Am I getting this? So, question one, I hope you'd be able to get. This is in 2017, though, remember? All right. It should be. It's in my, it's in my era. All right. 2017. So, I try not to confuse you there. Who is Fremantle's captain? Option A, Sanderlands. Option B, Fife. Option C, Mundy. Option D, Daniel Pierce. Um, Mundy. So, think... Monday was only captain for one year, and it was our shit year. I've forgotten the other options already. That's five. I had Monday. Oh, yeah. That's my... So, Monday was captain in 2016, when we were crap. Uh, All right. uh, Who is Fremantle's coach? Adam Simpson, Simon Eastall, Michael Pryor, or Ross Lyon? (laughs) Ross Lyons. That 3% of people said Adam Simpson and 1% said um, Simon Eastall. In which I year... I don't know who that dude is. Simon Eastall is an ex-ruckman that played for Freo that's now our ruck coach. Oh, yeah. Um, he played for us in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, it didn't play very much either. In which year did Fremantle win the minor premiership? You should know this off the top of your head. Uh, 2016? No, that was the year we were terrible. 2015, then. Yeah, you're correct. What is the name uh, of Fremantle's mascot? Four options. Johnny D, Anchor, The Docker, or Johnny the Doc Docker? It's, I, 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 I really, Johnny... Johnny the Doc Docker. Correct. It's Johnny Docker. I've never heard it's a Doc in the middle, but it's definitely Johnny Docker. Which is so yeah, that stupid. threw me a bit. In which year did Freo reach the Grandy? Mate, we were trawling around King Street after this game, so you should be you better remember this. Um, did we make the Premiership year we won the minor? I don't think we no, did, did we? Incorrect. No, Dude, you are a big fan. No, it wasn't 2014. It was 2013. Oh, 2013. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Fifteen, we bombed out to Hawks. So yes, we did. And fourteen, we bombed out to Port, going straight sets. What is the Fremantle's best and fairest award called? Duck talks about this a lot. Oh. So it's not the Doig. That's one of the options. There's the Peter Bell Medal, the Naylor Award, or the Beacon Award. I would have said Doig. No, the Doig is our best and fairest, not our... Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I thought it was, it was the up-and-coming medal, which is the Beacon medal. Fuck, I just got monkeyed on my own quiz. You're correct. I'm glad. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Who was our best and fairest in 2016 in our shit year? This is pretty easy. I think. Is it? Oh, is it? So Fife broke is this- his leg. Didn't play. What year did Brad Hill come across? He came across. I'm gonna go. Is it Neil? 17. It is Neil. Yeah. God, I'm getting a little bit back here. 
you're actually you're doing all right. You did a horrible start. For you to not know what year we made the Grandy is pretty horrible. I'm very I'm I I am terrible with dates and years. I can't even remember people's birthdays. It just doesn't. And then you put me on the spot like this, and Ducky's listening. Right, this one's a hard one, given it's in 2017. What club record did Ross Lyon break in round 11 against Collingwood? Most wins as a coach, longest serving coach, highest winning percentage in club history, or most consecutive defeats against Collingwood in club history? I think the... Probably longest. Uh, I thought winning percentage, because we would have won a few by then. Yeah, but then we had that shit year in 2016, and then Mm. we didn't do that well in 2017. We won eight games, so maybe most wins. They wouldn't have beaten them in round 11. Uh, Maybe most consecutive defeats. What a weird thing to put on Brisbane Lions. I'm going to go longest serving. Yeah, it was longest serving coach club history. So how's that? 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17. Five years is the longest we've had a coach. Now we've had Ross Lyon for two more. Two more. Oh. Oh, I wonder if you'll get this one. Probably not. Who kicked the goal after the siren to help Fremantle beat Richmond in round eight? Monday. Yeah. 4% 4% of people said Brady Gray and 5% said Shane Curson. Oh, come on. This is literally impossible for us to remember. Where does Fremantle currently sit on the ladder? <laughs> In 2017. On the 6th. Oh, it says say 06, like 09. So I don't know if they mean like American way, like the 9th of September or the 6th. Sorry, the 9th of June or the 6th of September. So the options, the options are 7, 8, 10, 11. Oh, God. Uh, well, probably 11. It was 8? We were killing it at that stage. All right, that's a weird quiz to turn back time. Oh, yes. Um, what do you reckon? Oh, let's go, I some, think we're go, go some, through. some Facebook. Yeah, we're going to get into our... Uh, our oh, by the way, business. by the way... If you listen, please go and find Dork Talk on Facebook and like us because there's like 50 people that like us on Facebook and 200 that listen to one of our pods. <laughs> there's a few, yeah, there's a gap. The, and we always on post the, only funny stuff. Questionable yeah, whether it's um, funny though. Um, niche Frio memes. We got a few. Oh, have you done a Niche Frio meme this week yet? Yeah. Nah, I did the I and I nah I couldn't put anything I was gonna put that um that West Coast Eagles thing, the screenshot of the guy talking about the MRP. Oh yeah, how, how the Eagles have been warned. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. But anyway, no, I haven't done there wasn't too much to get chirpy about. Um but get on there and look at the Harley Bennell meme, it was really good. Um Which one on there. The the one where he's in bed with his so I wonder what he's thinking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I won't spoil it. But um, starting off at but Get the top, on the Facebook. Uh, get on the Facebook. Uh, RCJ, Rosie Carrington-Jones. Um, You're doing been number these, one. By yep. Heartbroken for him, but surely Benel is done, right? I mean, what more can the man do to get himself fit? 
I think he's dead. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. Poor guy. There is ben. no... There is he's no... He's only like Yeah. Go on. There's no amount of leeches, no amount of waterboarding. Mate, there's no, no amount of ch- being chained up. He's been chained up. He's literally like that guy... Um, What's his name? <laughs> like he's like he's been a prisoner in Jason Webbins' dungeon for that long. That <laughs> you could make a movie about it. Um, I, I'm literally heartbroken for him. Yeah. Like I am. Flat. Mate, the thing was there would have been a spot for him this week. He'll going down. He comes straight in. Like that's the, the stupid thing. He would have just come straight in. I called it though. I called it as soon as Hill introduced. I said, "I bet you Benham does his calf again." Mm. That's in the chat. I should screenshot the time I said it. Yeah, oh, but like, it was one of those things where it was when it rains, it pours, and it started pouring. Yep. It was oh, actually yeah. quite wet at the MCG too. Um, one of our fan favourites, Leone Turner, um, she's obviously fairly disgruntled with the uh, boys from Purple Rain, Purple Patch. Um, for their recent, I didn't get to listen to Purple so Rain, so much so much separate chat. In all fairness, yeah, true. In all fairness, um... So what Duck said was that Fife's a champion, he's a great midfielder, blah, 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 he's a Brown medalist. But particularly on the weekend, it was evident, and we all noticed it, I'm pretty sure we all talked about it. Um, he dives around when he commits to like put pressure on. So instead of just corralling someone, he'll dive to tackle them. And if he doesn't tackle them, then they run off, and then suddenly it's a two-on-one everywhere else. So he actually creates overlap by... Over committing yeah. to contests, and you watch him, man. He fucking dives for smothers and tackles, and then they get past, and then suddenly it's like, well, now we're a man down because you dove and let that guy pass you, rather than just making him hand pass to somebody that's under pressure. You created a two on one. Yeah, and he, he does. King of the he old, does do that. The dive and the slap, like he constantly dives and, and throws a. Throws an arm. I mean, how many tackles did he have on the weekend? We'll probably get made to look silly. I think yeah. two from memory. Yeah, I'll look right two. now. It was two, wasn't it? Yeah, I've yeah. got a, yeah, it. It was two. two. But yeah, Leone, I mean, you can always always improve. You're also after hot gambling I, tips and we'll get to But you know what, Leone? I think we will take five letting out the odd, like, two and one. He had 31 touches, 20 plus, you know, contested or 15 contested. You know, I think what Duck is saying is that Fife isn't perfect, which we know he's not, but he's as close as we'll get to someone that could be, you know, he's the most useful player we have in many ways or top three in our team. So I I don't think we should get offended if we criticise Fife. Similar to how that guy, like, I don't think Tucker's a terrible player, but he was horribly inefficient. That's why I called him out on it. I'm not saying we should, like, you know, burn Tucker at the stake. But he probably shouldn't be worried Send, about no. bouncing goals in from the boundary line when he can't hit a target. <laughs> and it's be, it'd be it like, it'd be like five, I don't know, five kicking a goal from you know. I would like actually. I was about to say it'd be like five kicking a goal from the top of the goal square pre-game. I would like him to practice that as many times <laughs> pre-game. I reckon we should all practice goals only from 30 metres out directly in front. Anyway, sorry, um, go on. I digress. That's just outside of Matera's range, though. <laughs> yeah. Taught from there. 
Um, but Leone wants some gambling advice. So does Max Phillips. Um, I mean, as always, Actually. we're number one because probably we are able to gamble it, unlike Stephenson, Stevenson. Oh, yeah. No gambling um, for him. Or Ducky. No gambling. Yeah, Ducky. Uh, Robert. Um, Poor side. Our number one golfing golfing dockery fan. Mate, I read um, I read this actually. This was just you guys talking about golf for like twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, I replied to his comment to see um, where he was off to. He's off to the Emirates Island to watch the British Open, which is pretty exciting. Um, be lovely weather over there. If you hadn't have said the British Isle, I wouldn't have known what you meant. <laughs> I would have been like, what's the Emerald or whatever you said before? Emerald, Emerald Isle. Emerald is, Isle in the British yeah. Open. Exactly. Yeah, so. I just confused. I said British Isle then. That's the name of Peter O'Rourke's horse. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me finish the question, please. Sorry. Hey. Uh, he wants to know who gets in this weekend. So he thinks Banfield, we think Chera. Um... But I mean, Banfield's probably well, a chance now, as well, no, no, isn't no. it? So the thought was that Banfield comes in to tag Cripps, being a bigger body that can tag a bit of bigger contested player. Now that Cripps is out, I think Banfield's cooked. Um, even though he was yeah. pretty good on the weekend, I think, from memory. Um, Banfield's yeah. somebody, a very reliable depth player. He's the new Mazunga, I reckon. Who? Banfield. He's the new Mazunga. Oh, yeah. uh, because you can play him forward, back, Tagger, midfield, wherever. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to see him better run around. And then new commodore, new dude. Um, new friend. get his name wrong. Jake Pizzuto. Pizzuto. Oh, Pizzuto. Oh, Mr. Pizzuto. And he's got a very good point. Surely it's time to get Blakely in the guts. I think um, there's, a, there's a fair point for that. Um, Did you... You know how in the thread yesterday, in our Docker's thread, I texted through that video of Blakely and Bella's riding in cars. Mm, yeah, I think I've watched that before. So it's like they're on their way to the airport to go to an away game. Yeah, it's the airport promo thing. But then yep. they see someone that's run out of petrol. Like this, this chick. No, it wasn't right. It was this chick. And she was on the side and he was like, Blakely was like, let's pull over and help her. Um, and that is literally the first moment that I smelled something. Uh, I, I smelled something fishy. Um, and then, so they stop, they're like, hey, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, I've run out of fuel. And they're like, oh, we can go, like, do you want us to go get you some fuel or something? And she's like, no, 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 it's honestly fine. Um, and they're like, oh, we can go get you jerry cans and fuel. She's like, I don't have any cash or any money. And they're like, we'll honestly pay for it. It's fine. They're like wearing their kit. I don't know if she knew they were Dockers players, but obviously in Perth, you surely would know like a Dockers shirt, two dudes. She's just getting harassed. Anyway, she's like, that's lovely. They go to the server, buy a jerry can, fill it with fuel, bring it back to her, fill it up. Pretty much um, Blakely does nothing. I think he must be like... Just gags, man. So Ballas goes to the Bowser, fills it up, <laughs> brings it back, and then Ballas puts it in the car for her. Anyway, afterwards, she's like, thank you so much, guys. You guys are legends. Can I, like, have your like, your number to say thank you or something? And then Blakely's like, oh, yeah, sure. And so she gets Blakely's phone and puts her number into it, and Ballas is just like, well, he did fucking nothing, man. <laughs> and what is is Blakely playing in the guts or not? Where are you going, mate? Jerry and then Smith? Blakely goes. They get back in the car. And Blakely. I'm pretty sure he said she was pretty hot, wasn't she? 
I'm like, I'm pretty sure Blakely and this chick might have met up later after that that away game. Oh, yeah, we're not starting Ruben Mills yet. We're not doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, I actually, Blakely's probably one of my favourite. Um, I'm not sure why. I just like his bigger body. When he gets the ball, he, also, he always seems to be so positive with it. Like, he always seems to take big strides and look to play forward. His disposal could improve. Um, although it was really good on the weekend. He was in 80%. I just like the way... He is quite positive with his ball movement, and he's a big body. Like he throws his weight away. He took a he's couple a big of really body. good marks as well. He's he's probably got a cat's head. Um, I don't reckon he's, he's quite a cat's head, but I think we don't want to be throwing around cat's head too much. We've called Ryan the cat's head. <laughs> uh, he could be in the cat head gang. I reckon he's probably like the right-hand man to the cat head. So he's, like, pretty cat's heady, but he's not, like, super he's got, cat's heady. He's got the padded jaw. Do you want to know like he's got the, something, The though. jaw defence. Do you want to know? So, oh, so we've got more questions. Go on, go on. No, that's it, mate. If you've got more Jerry Can stories and you want to talk about Blakely sliding into some DMs, I'm yeah, all ears. Well, you wouldn't need to. She put his her number in his phone after Ballas gave her more fuel. So Ballas is a pretty nice dude. Um, all right, so well in terms of Ruffy's club, last week, you I bet on Freo and obviously lost. You bet on the Bombers who lost to the Eagles, but we doubled mm. down. We both went on Port. We both thought Port could beat the beat Geelong. We thought Geelong, yeah, we thought Geelong would do a loss and Port played well against us and they'd be like ready to go at home. And fucking Port got uh, up, mate. We did well. Yeah. That, isn't that like nine in a row now for Geelong after the bye? Yeah, and it's, yeah, it is. They, I don't think they've won after the bye since, uh, what's his name, has been coach. Chris Scott's been coach. I fully stuffed that up in my tipping. I was meant to meant to change that to Port. That was my um, my one for the week. But anyway, this week, um, Who you got? I've got the Hawks. To beat the Eagles. MCG beating the Eagles. Yeah, yeah 260. I think, like, get a bit of enjoyment out by bloody betting against the old wet toast. Nick Nat's back, but, you know. I don't... Is he back? I don't know. I mean... I, I think, thought he was back. Oh, who knows, mate. I, in, I guess in living in WA, you probably can't look at the paper without seeing Nick Nat's face at the moment. Oh, mate. No, I'm pretty sure he's back. You know what I think could happen? Why did Port get two games at home in the row? Uh-huh. Why don't you know? Um, I just want to quickly check the team of St Kilda versus Richmond because I think St Kilda. I'll get it up for you here. I got it. I got it. Oh, Shane Edwards, Trent Cochran back. Jack Steele. Uh, I'm kind of arming and ahhing about St Kilda. Interesting. However, oh. yeah, Nick Nat's definitely back as well. Just uh, people probably shouting at me. Man, the other the one I'm looking at is can the Roos beat the Pies? Probably not. All right. It's actually quite a safe week. A safe week for Tim. It I is. Think, I know. I'm going to go to Saints to beat Richmond at three forty. I just have this weird feeling. I don't, I'm like, I'm not confident about it, but I just reckon that Richmond are like not that safe a bet these days. 
I don't know why. Um, anyway, go on. No, that's all I had to say. It's just quite a, I think it's a main, but who knows, um, this day and age could be a massive round for upsets, but that's about all I've, um, all I've really got, mate, for the, before the Collingwood game. I've got to head off. I've got to go volunteer at the, it's the Historical Society's 20th year anniversary, and I am working the door, so I'm going to kick some old people out there to Check drunk. their ID. Like, how many do you have? How you wait for the oldest person you can see to come in and then ask for their ID and watch them like giggle themselves into a frenzy and then keep doing it to every person. <laughs> or you play that real that. hard and you say like, no, no, I really need to see it. Like, make sure you keep a really straight face. <laughs> the only reason I'm doing it is because they, um, they need someone who can use a, a credit card, a bloody, what are they called? The... Pay past the yeah. the, the card thing, whatever you call that. F POS machine. Yeah, F POS machine, mind blank. Yeah, so I've got to work the F POS machine for him. But yeah, I'll obviously check some IDs. I'll obviously question some people on how much. How many beers you had, mate? Had. If they say anything outside of three to five, bit them. <laughs> if they say one, you say you look like you've had more than one, mate. If they say six, say too many, mate. You've got to go get a, uh, like a burger and come back. You could go with Ducky's favourite line, 50 Jaegers. <laughs> 50 Jaegers, mate. He did say that once and he got kicked out. Yeah, two to three beers and then about 50 Jaegers, bro. <laughs> Which was true. That was after a footy party. Uh, very good. Uh, well, Been a pleasure, note, mate. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll reconvene, I suppose, next we'll week. Do. Following you know we're directly competing coming. with this other poxy podcast at the moment? Oh, they're going to post it tonight, nice. are they? Well, Let's get in before them. Steal all Good luck to the purple patch. <laughs> Hi, Duck and Oz. I wonder if they even listen to this anymore. Mate, they're too busy recording their own. They're too busy, like, talking to Dockers players and <laughs> watching they're probably games not allowed. Boxes. Yeah, they're like, you can't listen to that rogue podcast, which is probably why <laughs> our popula- popularity is rising, because we're rogue now. Uh, oh, well. All right. All right. Thank you. Remember to get on Facebook, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah.